Blog Talk Radio. One more again. How on a chillin' be happy Black Her Story Month. Happy Oman Month. This year the Queen quit head upon the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. I'm so glad on a chillin' to get it. We one more again from this year's station for we show Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. So glad that on a chillin' to join me and that they taught them not robbery for via one more again with the family. So glad for all the hunter chilling wherever hunter be that you yeti we on Mondays when we the geek upliftment to the living legacy and the pig ancestral homage. So we're so glad to see them that we got all the hunter chilling with the yeti we live, especially them with D in the clubhouse and things like that. And to all the other rest of chilling with the all around the world that are yeti we the seedmen or but one other day, the hunter chillin, the think what this year, the yeti this year, the vive harder this year, whether you download them and things like that, or 
What a Hanadiya live. I'm so glad that you take the time this evening for take out this real moment. For study for who we be. Oh, with the family. Right here in the Galagichi Nation. So, this evening, we're going to start off like we always do. To pay homage to we ancestors and Especially the Galagichi Mama them. Wherever they be. Oh, let me take a moment of silence for all they done left for all of we. Ashe, Ashe, Ashe. So glad for day of this evening. And with all the hundred children all around the world and things like that, they show the queen quite head from the body of the Gullah Nation. We have a day from the air last week and things like that. Because anything going to go on you're in the Gullah Nation, including hosting. Thank you, children. Where we come here? For Lana, Georgia, and things. Oh, yeah. Plenty of time this year. Time of air. We had the children who were coming here from all around the world. And you know, they will know about we story right here. In the Gullah Nation. And them gal, when I study about woman and leadership. So, I say, well, let me grind on and crack my teeth about that thing with all the children this evening for this year month, what we call Oman Her Story Month. And so, plenty of time when we gather together right here in the Gullah Nation. We gather all the time from the porch, sometimes in the yard, where we mama them, big daddy mama them, all them, they're around we, for crack with their teeth with we, and let we know more for who we be. But then, other rest of people, come here now, especially in March, and want to crack your teeth for this year. Because see, some people ain't first know what March be. That March, that a time that you're forced to celebrate Oman, her story. And so, this your time, we come together so that we can celebrate Oman, her story. Right, sure. Like, tell them not Ravi, but start them off with the Oman, who I part right here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, you know. And so, this evening, we got crack we teeth. I leave it for that. But first, I will go back to why this your month or all the money in the world that went on the rest of people studied it among them. So, and some still in the study for true, if we tell the truth. thing. Well, now, plenty of people in for snow with this month. Yeah. So, for make sure everybody that are getting me, you understand. I crack we teeth this other rest of way. And so for all my listeners all around the world, I want to make sure that you all get a clear understanding of why talk about women so much this month, March, and why talk about the women here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Because it would be a disgrace for me to be a woman leader of the world and a Gullah Geechee woman, for that matter, and not celebrate the legacy of women. As the statement goes, a nation can rise no higher than its women. And our history going all the way back to Nzinga, an Angolan warrior woman, that is part of the legacy of ancestry that Native Gullah Geechis can claim, 
We have had women who are warriors, who are leaders. But more than anything, no one comes into this world without a woman. And so the opportunity to celebrate women, to really delve into why have a month for women, started to be something that I thought more and more about as I hosted young ladies during last week. This is Gullah Geechee Volunteer Month annually. So I'm usually inundated with hundreds to thousands of students. And it's always intriguing to have the female students here during this time. And a lot of times, people are not aware that it's even Women's Her Story Month. Some still call it His Story Month. I don't know exactly why, but they do. I call it Women's Her Story Month. And many are unaware that there's Black Her Story Month that started off in Atlanta, Georgia, some decades back. And there are several women in the Gullah Geechee Nation that received Black Her Story Month awards. I'm one of them. And the late Marvin Vetch received hers before I did. Many may know her as the beach lady of American Beach down Amelia Island, down just north of Jacksonville, Florida. Now, just like many of the women that led the way, that paved the way, that some might say, you know, kind of hammered out the dirt road that led to this celebration, of this month, we decided to clear the way for others. And many times that clearing was not just breaking through glass ceilings, but that clearing was also clearing forested areas, clearing out racism, clearing out sexism, clearing out ageism, clearing out a number of things that have blocked many very powerful intellectual female leaders from getting to the front of the line. And even when they step forward to lead, there have been many plots against many women, and some unfortunately were successful, that were done from amidst their own folks that ended up destroying queendoms, ended up destroying nations, such as in the case of Hawaii, such as when I mentioned Nzinga, and people signing over their rights to other folks that definitely did not have their interests in mind. So it's interesting to me now, being someone who has been at the UN for decades and have been there for celebrations of women, been there when they announced someone who is now the first female president or the first female prime minister or the first this and that that was a woman around the world. And I was always intrigued by that because I found America to be so far behind in so many things. But America wasn't as far behind in the case of what some call the suffragist movement that got women to voting. Now, let's be clear. It didn't get black women to voting. It got white women to voting. So let's go back a little bit when we start talking about Women's Her Story Month, and then we're going to come to the point of how women are honored here where I be right here on these islands in the sea, in the Gullah Geechee Nation and things like that, you see. So when we talk about Women's Her Story Month, let's go back to 1909. So February 28th was when 
a group of socialists, actually, and suffragists in Manhattan, the island of Manhattan, okay? They first met there, and they started talking. It was a Sunday, in fact. And they said they did it on the Sunday so nobody would miss work. I find it very intriguing because I didn't know that a lot of women at that time had to go to work, to jobs. But they said that's the first time that it started off as National Women's Day. And an interesting set of people, right, suffragists and socialists, to get together to start that up. Then in 1910, a year later, you actually are interesting that this would be the case, given what's going on in the world right now. But it was actually a German activist that suggested there should be an International Women's Day. And that, of course, we celebrate now March 8th every year. So in Europe, they started celebrating it on March 18th, a year after it was suggested. Seventeen countries agreed to it in 1910. But it took a year later before they actually started celebrating. America pushed for Women's Day for it to be February 28th, all the way until 1970. In 1970, the United Nations recognized International Women's Day and celebrating women. And that's when finally America really started pushing and it started from California, and they created Women's History Week, not Her Story Week, <laughs> for some interesting point. U.S. President Jimmy Carter declared March 8th was officially the start of National Women's History Week. In 1987, Congress declared the entire month of March, the U.S. Congress, Women's History Month. In the Gullah Geechee Nation, we celebrate Women's Her Story Month. And we don't have to wait until March. If we were really raised the way that our elders truly believed that you honor your mother and your father, they'd say, look here, thank you, what you do? Why don't we get, get my one mama? Why don't we get that drum? Why don't we get that And so honoring the mothers, and our families, the mothers that are part of our ancestral legacy. It's something that I seek to do on a regular basis, not just because it's March. And as I pondered what to discuss this year for Women's Her Story Month, and in particular today, I started thinking about how many folks don't recognize that a nation can rise no higher than its women in this current age that we are in, that somehow even women have started to forsake that and not be concerned much about how they present themselves in public, how they represent themselves in the world, in many cases and in many communities. Now, in the Gullah Geechee Nation, the elders still, for the most part, not all of them, but for the most part, will tell you, they want you to have yourself postured in such a way, whenever people encounter you, they need to garner some respect for you. 
We will raise to say respect due to a dog. Everybody is entitled to a level of respect. But as I have often said, when people would say to me how difficult it is or ask me how difficult it is or wonder about what it takes to lead a nation of people, especially as a woman, especially as a black woman, especially as a indigenous woman, especially as a Gullah Geechee woman who may know how to crack a tea like Alicia. They want to know what does it take? Isn't it hard? What have you come up against? Those types of questions. And I often point out that if we don't respect us, Nobody else is going to respect us. And each time I've said that, I usually get the response, hmm, like that's deep. I don't know why it is. To me, it's very simplex. It's not one of the most complex issues for me. It's not something that I need to go and do a great deal of research about. But maybe that's because of the way I was raised. And if you weren't raised, in a household where people respected each other simply as human beings first, then I guess it is difficult to determine what the definition of respect really is and much less how it's manifested in the way that you project yourself onto the world. Now, a lot of people have this thing where they discuss, well, you know, hurting people hurt people and People say, you know, well, people just be going through stuff sometimes. Well, yeah, everybody goes through something. But it's not about whether you go through it. It's about your reaction to it. So if you are going through hard times, have been through hard times, what make you think you're the only one? Let's think back. Oh, great, 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 great grandmother walking on the dirt roads. Baby tied to Ivak. Got thing the lonium from Tafi head. Go on you know for something water and thing like that. Why our next we have a cry and thing like that. I have a tech time for long put the thing down for then turn the baby around for lamb there for leave You hot. I wanna go on you know. Then you have to go on this way for grab up one bucket of thing. For care back, for make sure that all the rest of the people take the bullets. Got some for them fun. Then he's one. One and now, she on for now. Come upon you. Grab you. Drag you. Tift the baby from out your hand. I'm off to some of the rest of the people. Yeah, I see that baby again. Baby, I'll see you if I see you. If I know who your mama be. Imagine that. Imagine you a kick, a scratch, a scream. Nobody come for daddy, total. Imagine that. Imagine it get you all the way from the rest of land, through village after village. Get on the tour and course. Chain you, bind you. It's a negative. The rest of people not crack your teeth, total. And say, why him? They don't crack it to all to Because they don't understand. They don't understand them to all to all. Imagine now. Huh? So imagine when they did it. Then 
They started leaving water. Then come this big old thing. Find the water. Kill you. Push you in there. Close it though. The darkness fall upon you. My daddy, very weak. A rock so. Through all of the shop. Rain. Rain. Everything. Then I crack light tall. Then they carry you by foot. So I just say, ha, baby, baby. You cry because I'm going to be a bit of a with all See, the leak down. They still got a very cocoa in the water. So I just take one sherry and cut them loose. And then mama, truly baby. Because they know what is going on. And then they truly mama. Imagine that. Really was, imagine. You make them cross here. Solomon Island. You chain up again. And let them take and lick you and throw salt water on you. And all that kind of thing like that. Chain you again. Kill you. Sell you. Get you you. Lick you. Because you'll crack your teeth so. Then you start talking like this. Because it beats you so bad. Your heart is so broken. Because your child is not here with you. You don't know where your child is. Where they took your child. Every baby you see. You think it could be yours. As you see them, snatching them out of the arms of other mothers on the auction block. Imagine that. And now think about what you say now. You're going through hard times. I don't think those times that you go through are harder than that that our ancestors went through as they fought and they kicked and they clawed and they tried to get away in the motherland. And some got dragged here. Anyway, they fought, ran, sometimes getting re-caught and brought back and branded with hot iron. And now you want to be a brand? Do you realize? where that story comes from, where that word and that usage as commodity and economy came from. So you want to be a brand, so you sell yourself now instead of someone else selling you on the auction block. Really? Hmm. Let's think about that. Sisters there, naked and bare, to study their bodies and had them there so that people could buy tickets to come and see you as some odd being because you weren't European. You weren't shaped like them. You didn't look like them. So you sell yourself now. And when your mama, your grandmama, your aunties say, slow down, think about what you're doing. Think about your choices and much less someone asks. I want to go via mama one time. And they want to know if you had children, choices you're making now, the choice you would want your child to make, especially if you have a daughter. So that's why when the elders say honor your mama, they're thinking about those who truly 
took care of their children, those who still take care of their children, who nurture their children, that no matter what their hardships are, no matter what their suffering is, they're praying for their children. They're drawing their children back to their bosom. They're holding on to them. They're cradling them in the midst of their pain and their hardship. They're not telling them to go out there and act a fool. They're not encouraging you to disrespect yourself and thereby disrespect your legacy and have others treat you low and you act accordingly. No, no. Stand up. Stand up. Straighten your back, not just your hair. Straighten your back. Stand up. Look people in the eye, not with your eyes rolling around, not with your neck moving from side to side, not with you screaming and yelling and cussing, but looking with dignity, looking with pride. Yeah, when they tried to beat that dignity and pride out of our foremothers, they failed. So what would they say now? I found myself reflecting on this for the past week. I didn't come on the air last week because it wasn't an appropriate time to do so. I was meditating on the brilliance of the young women that I spent time with, their intellect, their dignity, and they were from all different nationalities. The ones who wouldn't use their voice, I encouraged them that that's the first way you destroy a community is you destroy the voices of the women. Now I see that it's not just the destruction of the voice. It is now amplifying the voices that just love to scream, holler, and cuss, and act a fool, as opposed to the voices of dignity, the voices that are the true educators, the voices of the healers, those that speak life into your being and that bring you that power and that energy and that nuance that is within our genealogy, that's within our DNA, that's part of our journey. That's who we be. We be going to get you anointed, people. We don't stand around in the streets and the roads and holler and scream and cuss and act a fool. You got an issue, you can speak with somebody. And the whole of the community don't need to know. You can have an actual dialogue and a conversation. Oh, yeah, I know. I know some of y'all saying just what I'm thinking right now. Oh, but me and my family, you know, we talk loud. I know. That's also an African tradition. But are you talking loud and ain't saying nothing, like our Father Soul said? Are you speaking life into your family, into your community, into the generations that come behind thee? What will your legacy be? Will they remember you as just that loud, rowdy person? Or will they remember you as that person who fought for your people, that took a stand, that your voice was so resonating that you were the threat? So when I talk about Beach Lady, 
she had no problem speaking up in any arena whatsoever. It was for her people. It was for the land, the environment. It was about our story, our people, and what they had created. She was going to speak up and she was going to tell it. And she didn't care if you didn't like it or you were previously unaware of the contributions that black women have made to the earth, to the world, especially those from this coastline from Jacksonville, North Carolina, to Jacksonville, Florida, and 30 to 35 miles inland to the St. John's River, which is now the Gullah Geechee Nation. There thousands upon thousands upon thousands of mothers that nursed babies that then got taken to be used, to be exploited, to build not only what became America's colonies, but America itself. How dare America not honor black women, especially Gullah Geechis. And not just in March, but every day. So when they say honor your mama, that's not bad teaching. And if we went back to our landmark and we started to show what honoring is, then maybe our daughters to come would change this cycle that is of what the song says, self-destruction, you're headed for self-destruction. The song was made by hip-hop artists to try to put a stopgap at what they saw forthcoming that unfortunately we're living in today because people get paid to be on reality shows, being violent, being twisted, not knowing that the producers are playing psychological games behind the scenes to bring out the worst in people. So now enter in social media with erroneous representations of what Gullah Geechee culture is. And minstrelsy, people plagiarizing things, no citation on what they're saying, reading my books and books that are written by other Gullah Geechee scholars, and then sitting up making videos, and folks don't even check the source. And if they check the source, they realize that the written word is older than the person speaking. But yet, Instead of recognizing that the same way that women came together to say we have rights and we want them and we are not going to stop pushing as a collective unit until we get there, thus leading to the suffragist movement, just leading to the women's days that I talked about at the beginning of the show, just leading to women's week, now women's month, instead of reflecting on that, instead of drawing from that, we are causing our own destruction because as Dr. Amir Jamal Ture has repeated many times over the years, their enemy without is not the issue, it's the enemy within. So I would not be the queen mother of an entire nation or shouldn't continue to hold that position if I would not do what a lot of people say I'm known for, chastising. Well, what do mamas do in the Gullah Geechee Nation when they tell her to go out and get that switch? What do you think that up? 
they truly believe in the scripture that says, spare the rod and fall the child. So if you think that words are the thing that bothers you, maybe it's because those words actually strike you where you know you need correction. So we love challenges, I see. All over social media is a challenge for this and it's a challenge for that. And the Western world has us doing challenges that are deadly to ourselves. So I challenge you to this right now. I challenge you to join all these young Gullah Geechee women who have pride in themselves and who they are, who have respect for me as a queen mother, have respect for the elders of the Gullah Geechee Nation, have respect for our representatives of the Gullah Geechee Nation, and that honor the mama from the queen mama forward. I reflect on the many times that I've gathered together with the sisters at Oyotunje, African village, here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. How I've shown up sometimes unannounced, unexpected. Other times the Ova knew I was coming, but he didn't tell the village. And how by the moment they see me, if someone at the gate sees me, they sound the drum. Folks come, touch the earth, they vow until I give them the greeting to rise. The mothers there ask, does the Oba know you are here? And I say, he knew I would still rise. He doesn't know I'm here. And they send one of the young sisters to go to the Oba and deliver the message in the courtyard. This is not fantasy. This is not Cinderella. This is not some British or American book about kings and queens. They are living kings and queens here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. And we honor one another. We honor the land as Mother Earth. We honor our mothers that brought us into this world. And many times our placenta is planted in this earth. We honor them so that their legal killer and I see when I run off the snow for Gaddy message. They will grow up to be women of honor. Each time I've had an opportunity to be with them, the sisters there want to learn. They want to learn about being strong as a woman. They want to learn things about working collectively together communally, together, the way that our people did when we kept our land. And more often not, if you go back and you look at a deed to Gullah Geechee family land, you don't only find a man's name on it. You find his name, his wife's name, possibly his sister's names. You find the family's names because the family lived together collectively because they knew the family is all that ultimately we have. But we have no family without the mother. And so I would be remiss as a queen mother to not speak on the difference that can be made when we, as black women in particular in the world, begin to not only lift ourselves up individually and heal, but lift up one another and straighten each other's crowns. 
walk together, children. Don't you get weary. And we can touch one another's souls through our prayers, through our words, through our journeys together, united. Everything is not about a debate. Everything is not about an argument. Everything is not about just a conversation for conversation's sake. Use your words wisely. You'll learn a lot more when you're listening, especially if you can sit at the feet of the mothers upon the porch underneath the oak tree. Oh, yeah. Right there when they're in front of the screen back of you. Oh, you want to get it in. A cracky teeth. A laugh of one of them like the buskin thing like that. Right off. Then I saw that grits. Oh, gritty. You get it in. You get it in. Tell her the chiller. You didn't tell them how no did it. You didn't tell them what you have to do. Or going on for the line. And then, after everyone was gone from the house, the mother swept the houses, swept the floors, Sometimes got down on their knees and scrubbed them as well. And then those who could would go do a little job for a little change to make sure they had some money in the house for the children's shoes, for pots and pans, for the things that they couldn't barter for or trade for. This is how we grew up here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. And by the time the churn came home, they had food to eat. Cooked hot food, ready for the children. Then children had to take off their school clothes and go out in that field for what? Mama might be the one leading them out there. But you best believe, it did something wrong, she was going to straighten you out. She wasn't going to let a day come that somebody said she raised no man as children. So as a queen mother, I know Man is going to take on where money can't. And so it's vital that we go back to old landmark in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Because as I reflected on honoring the mothers, there was nothing more that came to my mind but respect. And when I think of respect in the Gullah Geechee Nation, I have to think of the word manners, which meant you didn't be cussing around people older than you. You didn't act out and act up, you didn't always have your mouth flapping. You had your ears open. Because I'm going to tell you what, when that weight come, when that day of the home going is there, it ain't no need in you hooping, hollering, screaming, and acting up then. Because they ain't going to be able to talk to you no more. All that they wanted to teach, all that they wanted to plant in your soul and in your mind would have closed like a book does. And that book now will be buried. And it will become a part of this earth, this land, that Mama going to take them back into a womb. And there will be that which will grow the next set of trees that hopefully another generation will sit beneath, that they will sit at the feet of the mothers to come and hear from them about the generations before them, of the women of strength and pride and dignity that knew their cultural ways, 
not the ways of the Western world, not the ways that they learn through America. And that's what concerns me. There's so many Gullah Geechee women, they're Gullah Geechee by birth, but they don't realize their acculturation is all American. By no way, shape, or form are they Gullah Geechee. That's for you to reflect on. That's for you to meditate on. If you think cancel culture is the way to go, that's American. If you think that being disruptive and trying to destroy from within your own nation is something that's viable to do, that's very American of you. That's something you learned from being colonized, not from being acculturated. And so think about these things. Meditate on these things. Do some introspection about honor and respect. Start with yourself. How much do you really respect yourself? And that was a song, too. The stable singers told you what to do. Respect yourself. You start there, and you truly live there, there's no way you don't carry yourself with dignity. And dignity is not about hostility. Dignity is not about thinking that your way of living is the only way people live in the world. Be open to learning. That there's way more that's beyond that place in which you sit, beyond that place in which you stand. Give me where you stand. You stand in the tracks of our foremothers that were sometimes dragged down the road and dragged, muddied, sullied in the dirt. So believe me. I respect fighting against that happening to you. But someone saying peace and blessings or hello or greeting, sister, is not something to be hostile about. That shouldn't be returned with being ignored or with an eye roll or neck roll or a sucking of the teeth or a cuss word. It could be simply returned with some manners and respect a good morning, a good afternoon, a good evening. Wouldn't harm your soul one bit. And you speak into existence that which you want to have. The more you say the word good, the more good will be in your space. The more good will fill you. The more good will lead you to a pathway where everything starts to get better. Better people in your life. Better things happening in your life. Better ways of living your life. And that honors our foremothers because they fought and they scraped and they struggled because they wanted the good mothers. I ain't talking about people who just birthed some babies. I'm talking about those who raised them and taught them with some manners and respect. Those are true mothers, and those mothers are honored when we honor ourselves and our community and our elders therein. They're honored whether they're alive or they're already in the realm of the ancestors when we continue to work together as Gullah Geechee Oman.
for hold on to who we be and hold up one another. And we work together for support one another and things like that. Yeah, yeah, if you ain't got to leave it and thing, that same one we've been together and thing, the cracky teeth, so they had to live on the floor. Somebody else had to cow down the road and thing like that. They knew how to call it McBuskin and thing like that. They got to have some rock from. They knew that the strength was always within their wounds, within their souls, within their hearts, and within their hands. And they used it all to shape and mold a nation. They shaped and molded a cultural landscape. When they first started kidnapping people directly from the motherland and bringing them to this sea island sand, the majority at first were women because they studied them and they saw that African women worked harder and they wrote it. They saw that they said they worked harder than the men. They also knew something, that if you have a woman there and you sear this woman, there will be more children to come. And I believe all mothers want their children to have more than they had, do better than they did, and in the end be upstanding, respectable people that can uplift not just the nation but the world. And so I honor my mother. I honor her mother. I honor her mother's mother today. I honor my grandmother on my father's side today. I honor them every time I wake up and I give thanks to God because I wouldn't be who I be if they ain't been young for me. Their legacies of strength, fortitude, their stick their mental acuity, their intelligence was tremendous. And I'm thankful that I have the honor to be one of their chillin chillin and things like that. And so it's a blessing for me to have those who are here in the clubhouse family who I spent evenings with dialoguing, talking about our Gullah Geechee legacy. It's an honor for me to have the Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio family that's all over the world that sends me emails still that write things that say, I still listen to your show. I'm glad it's on. I miss it when you're off the air. I learned something from it last week. This made a difference in my life. I pray that tonight that my living and my work is not in vain but that it makes a difference for some young lady, especially some black young lady, especially some Gullah Geechee woman, or Yeridisha, and that she stops and pauses and looks herself in a mirror, not necessarily on your phone, but a literal mirror, and can stand there and can actually stare at yourself for at least a half a minute, if not a full one. Look into your own eyes. Look into your soul. Do you see the mothers before you in there? With what you do every day, would you want your mama to see you do it? If you have a daughter, would you want her to see you do it? Would you want them to hear you 
speaking death and negativity and cuss words because when you cuss and you cuss in yourself and possibly your future generations. So is that what you want? Or do you want life and to have it more abundantly? If you want it, speak it, live it, uplift it. And we can only do that if I also have you turn from your mirror and I turn from mine and you look in my eyes and I look in yours, I see me. You see me and you, I see you and me. Therefore, we can oust out any enemy of negativity in our community, in our culture, in our nation. Because there ain't none of we. We be. Gullagichi anointed people, and that's where the power has always been, and that's why there's always been attempts to kill off any female leader that told the community to reject what Western society has said you have to be, and instead celebrate your own culture, your own community, your own legacy, and our legacy and community is never to disrespect elders. That is not Gullagichi. But that is American. So think about it. Reflect on it. And folks out there didn't care about you. This country was built with our blood in it. And they don't care one bit. They don't honor that. As you can see, if you just turn on the news or just go and use your phone and look look at your news feed. The concern about our community has to come from within. The healing has to come from within. The upliftment has to come from within. And we do that collectively. We do that communally if we be Gullah Geechee. And that's how we honor our women in the Gullah Geechee Nation, especially on the sea islands, underneath the oak tree upon the porch, with Big Daddy Mama, then with Mama, then with thing like that, or Yeti, then, crack your teeth. And Lundry, Morten, and what for do? How for survive? How for thrive? How for who are the very shake the very? And I drop on the water, rid of us, throw them out with the bad water. You see, I'm free. I don't be free till I'm fool. And so definitely, as a computer scientist and mathematician, I'm honored that I have the ability to use the Internet to use technology as a tool, a tool to help enrich and to uplift. It's been over four decades now that I've been on this journey, and these tools have changed time and time again, that I adapt with them. The one thing I'm not going to adapt to is having people respect or disrespect all that we do. I'm not going to adapt to it, not going to adjust to it. Folks can say, oh, it's chastisement. That's exactly what it is. Take it for what it is. And know that at the end of the day, you'll be a better person because somebody said something to you. It's only those that care and that love you that'll tell you when you're going wrong Something don't sound or look right so that you can fix yourself up, get yourself together. As ladies, you know we like to look good. 
So let's live good. Let's don't just look good. Let's live good. And uplift another sister the way you should. This year the queen quit. Head funding body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that you joined me one more again. And that you taught them not robbery. For tune in the Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio. Because you know when they're chilling. This year truly the we show. I do this year not for me. But for all of we. And rather of us. For the mama that come for we. And for other rest of people around the world. For know who we be. And for truly honor, we legacy. But we, too, have for honor, we. So for all the hundred children that tune in one more again, I want to say thank you. I so glad that you joined me on this year's journey. Oh, and all the women out Jonah, you know, happy woman, her story month, to honor wherever honor be, and to all the black women, Black Her Story Month to Hunter too, especially to all with the ya on these islands in the sea. God bless the Gullah Geechee Oman. All keep celebrating family. <laughs>